irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Uh, subscribe, ran review. Uh, we had to speed this one up a little because Zoom uh, gave us that uh, not 45 minute time slot. Those Zoomer fuckers saying that in a nice way. Anyways, book me on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash Keith Reza. Celebrity voicemail as well, www.cvm.com slash Keith Reza. My stand-up special, Make It Happen, is on iTunes, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. Give it a watch, follow, and uh, buy it. That would be awesome. Uh, Alan Lee's about to join us uh, on this. Uh, I don't know what he's doing and what he's up to, but I wanted to do opening remarks real fast for this episode. Uh, it's been fun. Um, election day, too. Uh, you know, regardless if you're a Trump supporter or a Biden supporter, I hope whoever you voted for wins and we could uh, go back to getting rid of 2020. I think that's the worst is this whole year just with the quarantine and the coronavirus and how it's just stressful for everybody. Um, anyways, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Our guest today, um, before I tell you, subscribe and review to Raise a Risk, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, like the fan page, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, our guest today, you know him from Wayne's World, Ghostbusters 2, Psych, is on the new show Evil, which is on Netflix, the great Kurt Fuller. Enjoy. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Wait, damn it. Uh, hold on, I got to plug this in again. I'm very low on battery. Ah. Uh. I'm an old man doing technology, so you gotta you gotta be careful. Hold on. Yeah, I, I feel I, I feel like I'm an old man too because I was having Zoom issues too. Do you? <laughs> yeah, like the 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 microphone wasn't working or something. Oh man, come on! Don't I I, I need you to know what you're doing. That's <laughs> uh, Hold on. Yeah, that's good. Oh, uh, how's that? A wizard. Okay, good. Kurt, this is Alan Lee, the trusty sidekick. Glad to meet you. You're Alan? No, who's Alan? You're Alan? <laughs> yeah. You I gotta, am. You're not Keith. I know that. You're, you're <laughs> Alan, you can bet that. Hey, Alan. Yes, sir. You, you could have combed your hair for this. You know what? <laughs> I mean, come on, buddy. My God. I'm trying a different look. Oh, okay. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, <laughs> so Kurt, how's uh, New York going right now? Are you filming Evil out there? Uh, I am. Evil just started yesterday. Uh, I don't 
I was not on the set. <coughs> I, you know, we're all sort of wondering how it's going to go because, you know, it's a very strict kind of protocol. Everybody wears masks until the last second. Sure. Sure. Actors are the only people who take off their masks the entire time. So yeah. we feel a little weird about it. You get tested every other day. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's very, it's very strict. And still, there's people come down, you know, they've had to shut places, they should have to shut things down with all that because the crew, yeah. and we do, you know, we go home, we shop, you know, they can't put everybody, you know, it's not like the NBA, there's no Disney World for us here. Right. So the crew gets tested only once a week, but we don't come in contact with the crew anymore. I mean, it's empty when we show up. It's very yeah. weird. It's really weird. So do, do you think like all filming experiences for the future are going to be like this for a while? Or like, like a what while? I'll bet, I'll bet all next year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's a and it affects things. I mean, the, the, the lead in our show, Katja Herbers, uh, <coughs> texted me yesterday and said, it's so weird to rehearse with masks on. It's so weird to talk to the director when he's got a mask on or she's got a mask on because you, you know, we, we read body language. I yeah. mean, like I'm, I'm looking at you right now, trusty yeah. sidekick, and you're interested in what I'm saying. And you, you thought that was a little amusing, but with a mask on, I wouldn't know you could be sticking your tongue out. <laughs> Anything could be happening. So it's, I think it's going to affect all performances. Yeah. It also, I, it also affects like interviews because usually we go to a studio and it's like correct we're together and now like it's like it's all Zoom which is still fun but I feel like getting the picture yeah. after the show is fun. <laughs> and Zoom used to be interesting and new. Now it's old and boring. <laughs> you know, I mean, I remember my first Zoom stuff was like, oh, we're all look at everybody's pictures up yeah. there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I agree. Yeah, I know. I teach school and I, I, I say, you know, I tell all my bad students to go out and kiss somebody immediately without a mask. Just yeah. Get rid of them. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and, I, and I will also say that Evil, uh, the first season is on yeah. Netflix and it's, it's kicking ass on Netflix. It was, yeah. uh, it's, it was in the top 10 of all shows the entire yeah. month of October, Fantastic. which is pretty, pretty good. So awesome. I, I watched. I watched Evil with my mom, and, um, like, I have a lot of, like, I have mom issues, I guess. You know what I mean? Right. Who doesn't? Yeah. So we're watching it, and you came on, and just out of the blue, I was like, oh, that's Kurt. He's going to do my podcast, and she didn't believe me. <laughs> really? I'm, I'm signing <laughs> off right now. I don't, that's, if you're, even your own mom doesn't believe it, this cannot be a good move for me. This yeah. is not a career move. <laughs> I was like, I got him to say yes because I tweeted him like 30 times. <laughs> you are, I want to say, I don't, you probably will cut this out. You are relentless. Relentless. And then, you know, but you're so nice. I thought, my God, he never gets upset. He never gets edgy. He's just always, oh, just give me another chance to say yes. And I thought, okay, <laughs> you know, I mean... If he was my son, I'd be proud of him. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yes. It, it's probably my Asperger's because, like, I, I don't, I don't see, I don't like. This sounds kind of like weird and probably a little rapey, but no, to me, just <laughs> sounds uh, not right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's great. This is so, actually a great attitude. You know, that's a very optimistic attitude. That 
people had, you know, yeah, that, that's one of the keys to success is that no does not, it, it's not good on a date, but in life, it's okay. You know, no yeah. does not mean no, and no means, all right, well, soon. Yeah. So that's, uh, but like back to Zoom, I was thinking about like getting you, Vicki Lewis and Jake Weber oh. and we do a Pushing 10 read. Oh my gosh, Pushing 10. I love my pushing. first daughter was born during Pushing 10. That means she's 12, 21, 20, 22 years ago. Oh, Lord. holy moly. My God. What, what was that like preparing for that with the air traffic controls? Like, well, it was actually super intense because we all went for two weeks uh, to an air traffic control place every day and sat with air traffic controllers. And that is one of the most intense jobs. Oh. You right. cannot believe it. You look at the screen and there, there's dots. And these dots, which are planes, and this was in, in, in Toronto, so it's the East Coast, just keep coming and coming and coming and coming. They never stop. Yeah. They just, you know, and these, these guys and girls, they talk a mile a minute. And we had a, a, an expert, sort of technical expert, helping us, and she in her real life, talked so fast that you literally <laughs> could not understand her. She talked yeah. so fast. And that's how they talk, you know, to planes. But, yeah. of course, we're not planes, are we? No. And so I would have to sort of put everything in slow motion mm -hmm. uh, to understand her. But I remember that. It was, uh, it was really... Uh, air, it, air traffic control is one of the few things you can do without a college degree and make... $150,000 a year. Whoa, you can make that much? Yes, but you have to have a particular skill. You have to actually be able to see this wall of dots in three dimensions. And it's in two dimensions. And you have to understand the space and all that. And uh, that's very, you're sort of like born with it. Yeah. In other words, Keith, uh, neither one of us is going to quit. Our yes. Yes, I'm trying to say that in the nicest way, but thank you. <laughs> you know, we, you are not air traffic controller no. material, either of you. I don't think so I could far, be. you're completely yeah. two-dimensional, so. Uh, I would be so stressed out on that set because, yeah. like, it, it would be, like, a real job to save lives, and then I'd be right by John Cusack, and I'd be like, holy That's Lord, right. I want to talk to John. <laughs> yeah, but I had, I'd already done two movies with John, so, oh. You know, oh. The Jack I did a, Bull, right? The Jack Bull. <clears throat> That's one of my and favorites. One other one that, that I can't remember. The Jack Bull is uh, actually a very underrated movie. Yeah. Uh, it, it was really good. Yeah. I, I liked uh, I liked how you were like that funny guy around John oh. Goodman. <laughs> yeah. And John Goodman was so, you know, he's somebody that I talk about being awestruck. I think he's one of the great actors in the yeah. world. And he's such a perfectionist, you know, he's so nice and he's so warm. And then when he misses a line, he goes, God damn it, <laughs> he goes into this tantrum. And it was like, and then he comes back and goes, sorry, everybody, I'm so sorry. But, you know, he's just a perfectionist. And uh, it was quite something. And God, I just, I just think he, I just think he's a fantastic actor. That was yeah. my, if I had to act next to John Goodman every day, I would be intimidated. Oh yeah, sure. oh yep. absolutely. He is so good. 
So when you were starting, because uh, you did real estate, then you did Ghostbusters, I would feel like right. uh, first intimidating because by the time you did the Jack Bowl, you had a lot of parts underneath your belt. Yes, I did. So I would have been did. like intimidated with Bill Murray or Rick Moranis. Well, I'll, I'll tell you a, a true story. Right. I was selling real estate at the time I got Ghostbusters and I was still a realtor uh, while I was doing Ghostbusters. And I, you know was selling real estate one day and I got a call from my agent saying, uh, you've got the part, you have to go to New York in two days. So, you know, that was okay, no problem. I'm, you know, and then I was told I, my first scene, it's not actually in, maybe some of it's in the movie. It's a long time ago, it's been a lot of movies, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's at the, uh, it's at the courthouse in Battery Park, uh, and I'm yelling, I come in and I, I think part of it's in there. I, I, I yell at Bill Murray about, you know, getting the slime off the courthouse or something. And I was told, you're gonna do this scene with Bill, we're gonna see how it goes. And uh, if it goes well, you're gonna stay. If it doesn't go well, you're going home. I was told that. <laughs> That's okay? very intimidating. Wow. <laughs> You think, you, you know, you think that's a little pressure? Yeah. And uh, so I went up and I did it, but I was so nervous, so nervous. I was shaking, shaking. And it was a scene where I get mad and uh, we did a rehearsal and I got, I was over the top. I was just screaming. And, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and we finished and Bill went, uh, is that how you're going to do it? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So I said, I went, oh, no, no, no way. I mean, I know I'm not going to do it that way. Are you crazy? <laughs> of course, I was going to do it exactly that way. <clears throat> so I just sort of dialed everything down by about 90%. Yeah. And I did, I mean, really. One time Ivan Reitman said to me, and I, I thought I was doing, you know, I hadn't done much film acting. I'd done stage acting. It's completely different. Yeah. In, in the camera is as close as I am to my little computer here, my iPad, really, right now. Right. Whereas in the stage, you're, you're acting for people who are, you know, 200 feet away sometimes, 300 feet away. You have to really go down, down, down. And Ivan Reitman said to me, Kurt, do less than you ever thought it was humanly possible to do. <laughs> and so I did it. And I thought it was when I, I don't know, something outside the courthouse or something, I say something. And... I thought it was so boring and so horrible. And when I look at it now, it was still too much. Yeah. But I hadn't, I didn't know. I didn't have any technique. You know, I just had hopes and dreams. <laughs> do you think that that's uh, mostly because you did theater and stuff? Because yeah. I do, I do stand-up comedy and I did one play and I thought I was very good in the play, but I did one movie. I thought I was terrible in the movie. Right. And it's not that you're terrible. It's that, None of us knows just how much the camera sees. Right. It sees so much, it's unbelievable. And what I have learned, because I'm not a great actor, I've had great moments. I've done, but when I'm in doubt, I do nothing. Wow. And That's good advice. The situation and the camera wow. invest so much in you. Mm -hmm. So if the cam if I'm doing nothing but the camera's moving in on me, mm -hmm. that is doing all the talking for me. 
It's doing all the everything. So whereas on stage or even in stand-up, you sort of show things, on camera, you just think things. And if you think it, it actually shows. You can't help it. But you don't, you don't try and manipulate anything. I don't, that's a, that is a million dollars worth of vacuum advice for anybody. Oh, and they're getting it for free by listening to Razor Ridge. Well, that is correct. I've heard uh, somewhat before, Kurt, but I'll tell you, you do, you're doing so well. And even a thought can be magnified. But I will add this, and everyone has noticed this. Have you ever seen actors in, eating and, and chewing? I mean, I've seen people take a pickle. And yeah. It looks like <laughs> they've gone crazy. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and in, in the days when there used to be movie, movie screens, your face is 30 feet high. Yeah. Oh. If you eat a pickle like that, you're going to look like a clown. <laughs> it's 30 feet high. That's right. Now you're on, you're on much smaller screens, yeah. but there's high yeah. depth. There's high def. It's all you can't. That's high def sees much more than film used to see, much more. And we have the green, the CGI, the green. Screen. Yeah, and uh, it's amazing. What was that Spartan movie? You know, and he, he was just on a stool. And he I know. On the side of a cliff. In <laughs> fact, this this year, my office, my office was at Fordham <coughs> University. Beautiful, with big windows all around me, because of COVID. We can't go there anymore. So yeah. I'm going to sit on a stool in front of a green screen, and it's going to look just like my office, but <laughs> they're just going to put it in. Yeah. That's all, that's what they have to do. Now, with COVID, like, uh, have you thought, like, maybe, like, just to keep yourself insane, doing, like, a little YouTube Kurt Fuller thing? You know, I have, but I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That I would have done that, you know, in the old days when I was selling real estate and doing theaters all the time at night, going about 20 hours a day, I had the energy for it. But, you know, yeah. that was my YouTube. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't ha I, I get plenty of creativity out, you know, yeah. I try and make my wife laugh all the time, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't have the energy. It's a lot of work. It is, yeah. It, it looks, you, as you know, it's a lot of work. Yeah. And uh, I even know the, the head of YouTube channel. I mean, I could get on YouTube, but, you know, I do stuff like Funny or Die. I just did something on Quibi that's really funny, but I don't think it's going to be seen now on Bill, with Bill Burr. Uh, oh. Yeah. But I think, you know, Quibi's out of business, so. Yeah. Oh, no, you're kidding. Yeah. Oh, it <laughs> went. It, concept. it, it ends. Yes. The, the they second. lost, they oh. lost like a billion dollars or something, you know. It's it's funny you mentioned Bill Burr because Alan Lee was telling me he uh he was working a Ron White concert and Bill Burr was in the green room and offered him a cigar. Wow. Well, let's let's <laughs> put it in context. I was working. The, I was working the door. At a oh. Concert. No, I'm a comic, but you know we he he uh, White is now selling uh. uh tequila as opposed to uh what he normally alludes to on stage uh-huh his favorite barker oh cool because i i screamed on pc things like you know you don't have to hop the fence i know to get the okay very good hey is this your interview because we're a lot about you and i would rather be you know 
do we want to switch? Because I'll start asking you questions now. I, I enjoy, I enjoy your, your taller, your taller. No, it's not tall. I mean, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to be uh, Keith's partner for this segment, and we can interview you. Otherwise, I wish we would turn to me. I called in. I made a split. I cut. I, you know, cut out the time for this. I'm no, ready. And I feel on. like I didn't get the memo that it's your day. But that's okay. I mean, I, believe me, you're more, you, you are, I already know you're more interesting than I am. I mean, <laughs> so I'm perfectly happy. You're on, Bill. Uh, on, Bill. <laughs> but that's cool that he offered you a cigar. <laughs> it, is, it is, it is. It's, it's an amazing story. In, in yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, so Kurt, when I, uh, when we started the show, we asked how we were doing. I was going to say I'm bloated, constipated, got a boil the size of that. Oh, oh man. Okay. I got to tell you something. You're, you are referring, of course, to scary movie. Yeah. And I can't tell you that was a written line, but the great thing about Keenan Wayans, he's so secure that he he only does the lines at the end. It, it was so improvised. And then at the end, we'd go, we'll do one from the script. Yeah. And he would meld them together. Half that movie is improvised. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty amazing. I mean, all the situations are his, all the setups are his, and a lot of the great lines are theirs. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the improv improvisation, you know, like I stole a line from Bill Murray. Right. In Ghostbusters 2, he's in the court. I thought it was brilliant at the time. And the prosecuting attorney comes up and he puts his hand on her hand. And he goes, Kitten, I just don't know. And she gets all offended. And I thought it was so hilarious. So during a press conference in, in Scary Movie, somebody asked me a question. And I go, I go, Kitten, let me handle this. You know, and, <laughs> you know, nobody else got the association, but it was complete steal. Always steal from the best. Completely <laughs> stolen. Did Bill ever call you up on his 1-800 number and say, <laughs> No, I, I, I see him sometimes. I, I, I know his brother, Joel Murray, quite well. We live right near each other, and we play golf together. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no. <laughs> you're, you're, a big, you're a big golfer. I, I've met you. I don't know if you know this, but I actually met you maybe four or five years ago at the Warburton Golf Charity. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't have any. I remember everything about the Warburton yeah. except that because uh, that slipped by me, Keith. Yeah. Did we, where were? Did we eat in the tent or? Uh, I, I was. Or... I was passing out shirts, and I remember you said oh. I need a tall shirt. Oh really? Was I nice at least? Yeah, you were very nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. One I, of my good days. I go, I go, I haven't gone the past two years, but I usually go every year because Pat's my adopted uncle. So, like, I, oh, is he? Yeah. So, I'm very good friends with Patrick. Yeah. You know, and my stepdad and of... him are best, my stepdad and him are best friends. So, oh, you know, we call him Uncle Pat. And uh, he's a great guy, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I could do the best uh, impression because he, I feel like you could do impressions of everyone who you know, not just who you try. You know right, I mean? like, right. But uh, hey, I wanted to ask you about a uh, Hulk 
because we were talking about like eating stuff. Hulk Hogan fed you a check. How much was that check worth? Well, <laughs> I got to tell you something. That was one of the most ridiculous things that has ever happened on a movie set. Okay. <laughs> Here I am. Not safe. With this wrestler. Okay. <laughs> wearing, I think at the time it was blue tights or something. And they've asked me to be ridiculously, talk about being huge. Right. They, I kept going to the same to the director. You, you know, Tom, you're asking me to be so big and so broad. It can't be good. It, it's, it's, why am I screaming? Why? It, it, and he goes, Kurt, the guy you're acting next to is about six, seven, and he's wearing red tights and, a, and he's got dyed blonde hair over his ears you can't be too big <laughs> and so because his way of doing things on the on the wrestling ring it's sort of fake but it's not fake when they hit you with a chair they really hit you with a chair they just yeah. do it in a way that doesn't hurt you <laughs> he didn't understand and no none of the idiots on the set told him that you're not really supposed to the joke was, I offer him a bunch of money to come to my network. And he then shoves the check down my throat and says, I won't be around when this check clears. Okay? <laughs> Which means that when it comes out, right. it clears. Honey, ha, 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 ha. But you, of course, you, you fake the check. They cut before you do the check. And then they do it after it's all set up. You don't actually shove a check down someone's throat. An idiot would know that. An idiot. Well, I'm not calling him an idiot, okay? He's actually a very, very sharp guy, but this was not his best moment, okay? And he actually shoved the check down my throat. He's so much bigger than me, and you know, when you're rolling, all we all go, oh, I can't blow this take. I certainly didn't want to have to do it again. So I didn't go, stop, stop, stop. I actually couldn't. He also scraped the back of my throat with two of his fingernails. Okay. Oh. oh. To be honest, to make this story go south really fast, I ended up with an infection and oh, had to oh. take antibiotics. He doesn't even know that. I hope he hears this. <laughs> but I actually, man. <laughs> I had to pull, yeah, I had to pull that check out of my mouth and I couldn't get it. I had to swallow some of it. Oh. He really did it. And then he goes, oh, I'm sorry, man. You know, when we wrestle, we really do that kind of stuff. I thought I was supposed to really do it. <laughs> and I don't blame him, but I blame whoever didn't tell him. Right. How, but how much was the check worth? Oh, what? I think I wrote, uh, it, it was only supposed to be $50,000 or something, but I wrote $50 billion on it. <laughs> oh, because I thought he might read it, and you know, I wanted it to be a big check. It would have been funny so, if, like, the check did come out of you. I would have, like taped it all together. That's right. <laughs> well, you you know what? You you could have been there if you wanted to. I would have said fine. <laughs> like, I would like to see that. I would like to see that, my friend. I don't need Ghostbusters too. I got the check. That's right. Yeah, and it cleared. It cleared. Yeah. It, it, it cleared. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir.
Now, uh, not only have you worked with great actors, but you've worked with great uh, directors. Is Woody Allen intimidating? I'd like to hear that. Woody Allen, okay. He is, he's not an intimidating person. Mm -hmm. But he's the kind of guy, like some really great directors are like this. They don't try and give you acting notes at all. They try and hire the right people. Yeah. And then if it's not good, they go, be better. <laughs> okay? That's their note, be better. And then if you're not better, they go, mm, I hired the wrong person. Oh, oh wow. Okay? Yeah. So you don't, you know, I, I, you don't want him to come up and go, what are you doing? What's This is not right. This is... Because he doesn't say I need it to be this way and that way. He just says I, you know, I want it to please me. Yeah. <laughs> and he won't say anything. He'll just do it again and do it again uh, until he sees what he wants. But he will not. He doesn't say. He's not. You know. He's not an acting teacher. Yeah. And you know he he wants what he wants, and he expects you to give it to him. But he doesn't expect to tell you how to get how to do what he wants. He just yeah. wants you to do it. Now, is that a little hard, especially on, like, that film? Because I, I heard somewhere that you didn't get the entire script. Uh, you got that right. Yeah. Okay. The first scene, you get a script, but a, a bunch of it is blacked out. Mm -hmm. It's redacted, which is a big word these days. It's redacted. It looks like, you know, the Mueller report, pretty much. Just yeah. a few... A few lines here. Everything else is blacked out. I didn't even know that half the movie took place in the past. I had wow. no idea. And I didn't know. The first scene that we shot was uh, my wife and I and uh, those two um, in a restaurant. And I don't even know. And my lines could have been taken either way that I like him or don't like him. It was just a matter of my intention. I wasn't told how I felt about him. Wow. I had no idea. I could have played it like I thought he was the greatest guy in the world. But something told me instinctively that, hmm, there's no it's way I Wilson. There's not no way a guy like me likes a, uh, a spaz like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I played it like I was suspicious, and I just guessed right. But, you know, he didn't tell me, you know, he didn't tell me that, okay, you don't like Owen Wilson in this movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea because I only, you only get your parts. In fact, mm -hmm. when you show up on the set, they have something called sides where mm -hmm. you get the day's work. In a movie, you get all the work. In a Woody Allen movie, you only get the lines you speak. Wow. So you never know what's going on. Yeah. I never knew there was even a part of the movie where he gets in a car and goes back. Would you, you know? ever do another Woody Allen film knowing the, these conditions? Yeah. Well, yeah. yes. Uh, but I don't know if I would do a Woody Allen film given what I, what I, what I wonder about him now yeah. in terms of what happened in 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 the in the past? I, I uh, with his family, his daughter. I mean, there's so many things 
I, I just don't know. I don't, I, you know, but working with him was actually fantastic. And he yeah. was very nice to me and delightful. And, uh, you know, I, I uh, the other stuff I just don't, I'd have to really think long and hard about. Yeah, if I, if I work with him again. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it said on Zoom we only had uh, ten minutes, and I wanted to ask these Twitter questions real fast. Okay. So I'll zoom through it. I'll skip the okay. Twitter names. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is like They're a Woody friends. Allen. This is a Woody Allen situation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just give me. Just give me every other word. Let me see. Okay. Kurt, if you could remake any of your films with the same script, cast, and experience, which one would it be? Whoo! You know what? It would be Wayne's World. Yeah? Uh, yeah. There are things I would have changed in Wayne's World a little bit. Oh. I would have made my character a little more masculine. Yeah. Classically masculine. Because uh, who knows what masculine is in real life. But I would have made him a little bit, a little less of a of a wimp, and a little a little stronger, because I think it would be more interesting if he was really trying to be uh, a little more self assured. Uh, the next question is actually a Wayne's World question, Kurt. Oh. How, many, how many takes did it take Dana Carvey to do the flashlight scene? <laughs> that was a funny scene, you know. Dana Carvey, he's great. Dana Carvey was great in every take. Mike Myers needed a lot of takes. Because <laughs> Dana Carvey, and, and I, I like them both, but Mike Myers was a more inexperienced actor at the time. Yeah. He just had a, was, is a brilliant mind and a brilliant comic mind and everything. But in terms of technique, Dana was spot on every time. It didn't take that many takes. Uh -huh. Mike would take more takes because he kept like he would had this thing where he would always brush his hair back, brush his hair back. So in every take he was doing this, and he had to go, Mike, don't brush your hair back because uh -huh. you, you're going to just be all we're going to see is this the whole movie. And well, uh, I also heard stuff. like there's a lot of friction between him and the director because Mike Myers also wrote it, so he was probably more strict to what he wanted on his jokes. Uh, I didn't see. I think that friction happened in the editing room uh, more. Really? than on the set. Or if it did happen on the set, they kept it to themselves, because I didn't see it. Uh, but I did, re I did read the same thing you did. I don't believe everything I read, but that sounds like it could have happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Kurt, were you pretty psyched that Woody became more of a regular character? Oh my God, I love that, was I psyched? Wow. <laughs> God, I almost slipped by me. Are you psyched? Oh. Is it, how's Alan? You okay? All right, you okay with that? You get it? Did you get that? Yeah, good. I, almost, yeah, thank you. I want to make sure because this is your interview. Uh, <laughs> I was psyched because uh, psych was the best, best job of my life, best job I've ever had. And I'm close friends with everybody on that show. I love them like brothers. And I wanted to be a regular. And every time, you know, I got, a, I got like about four different series when I was doing Psych as a recurring character. And every time I would say to my agents, call Psych, tell them I'll work for half as much yeah. if they make me a regular. And they, those cheap bastards kept saying no. <laughs> That's because they you wanted know, to- They got me for a song, a song. 
And I'm not even talking a song in show business terms. I'm talking in real life terms, a song. Not, t- not actor money, but show business money, but real life money. Yeah. They got nothing. <laughs> well, Kurt, uh, we're running out of time, but. Uh, Thank well, God. I mean, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, I do hope that uh, this was fun for you and it was worth the yes. So I wanted to thank oh, you. Oh, my God. You know, yeah. Let's do this every 20 years. Maybe <laughs> I'll do it one more time before I die. You know, I'll be 87. That would be fantastic. <laughs> but I hope this, I hope this, I mean, I all, I thought this was the preliminary before the real interview, but we're done. <laughs> I thought we were just warming up, man. <laughs> I didn't mean anything. I, I didn't say anything I believed. It was all a lie. I was just kidding. Oh, no. Well, if you want, Maybe I can make I another Zoom interview. We could do part two. Well, I, I'll be happy to do part two in a while. All you right. Know <laughs> you know, it might take you about, you might have to ask me a hundred times instead of the 50 times you asked me to do this one. But I love both you and Alan, and I would love to talk to you again. Oh, awesome. Well, the la- the last question is, uh, uh, what can we expect uh, without spoiling too much about Evil Two? Are you going to have more of a role? Well, thank you for asking that. Yes, uh, my deal is though, because I don't want to work as much as I used to. I only do seven out of the thirteen shows, but they're giving me much more to do in those seven shows. I have a real a real thing going on. So yes. And just for that, don't watch it for me. Just watch it for that show. It's really good. Yeah. If you're a mature adult, if you're a child or a baby or stupid, don't watch it. <laughs> wow. And 60 seconds. The, yeah. Where, where can the folks follow you on Twitter? At thekurtfuller. Uh, the, at thekurtfuller. I'm thekurtfuller. I'm verified. It has a check by my name. I'm not on anything else right. because I hate social media. All right? <laughs> well, Kurt, but I love you. So I love you. I love Alan, and I love this. All right, thank you, Kurt. I appreciate you, it. Kurt. Have so a good day. Hey, my pressure. You have a good time too. All right, stay safe, and buddy. I said my pressure, not my pleasure. My pressure. <laughs> and I meant that to hurt, Alan. Yes, I know. <laughs> Ouch. All right, you guys. So should I leave the meeting? I can't. Yeah, yeah. How can I miss you if I don't leave? Uh, all right. All right. Bye, Kurt. Bye, buddy. Bye, Thank you guys. You. Bye. Wow. That was Kurt Fuller, Alan Lee. That was awesome. Hey, we got less than one minute. Let's tell the folks to subscribe, rate, and review. Alan, you got anything going on real fast? Uh, I've got uh, I've got to uh, go uh, go to the restroom. All right. Guys, subscribe, rate, and review. Follow Kurt Fuller. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Raise your riffs. We rock. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback. Good, honest, terrible, doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Razor Riffs. I am also on Stereo if you would like to chat with me there. www.stereo.com slash Keith Reza. And on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash Keith Reza. If you enjoyed the show, please send us a donation on the Anchor app. 
We really do appreciate it, and we'll rift with you again soon.